0: Like we always do about this time. James Russell, you hustling, son of a... It's me, your daddy, Roberto. Man, boy's name that starts with the letter H. Jose. look at me now. How far we go back? Elementary. Jump rope. High and go see. Pity pad. Red light, green light. Red light, green light. We just talk about practice. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. We talking about practice, man. Oh. But we talking about practice right now. We talking about practice. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game.
1: That's right, here we go, Wednesday night, just past 9 p.m. I am your host, Jose V. You are tuning in to Guerrilla Cross Radio, live from downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. You are tuning in to Straight Bet Sports, chilling here in the studio tonight with my host, co-host, Rob G. Stuck on the game over here. Chivas America.
2: Yeah, I think I ruined the Call intro. The right right. It's all <laughs> good, though.
1: That's, it's part of, that's how we should do this show. This right. be open and normal. Right. We're not here to be scripted or do anything like that. But you guys know what it is. If you're watching the soccer games tonight, if you're a big soccer fan, a lot of stuff to talk about, especially you see the jersey. I'm not going to say it, but you already know what we're going to talk about later on down the show here tonight. Rob, how's your night going, bro? Good, Thanksgiving Eve, Eve. Ready. Everything good?
2: I'm ready Moms for tomorrow. Talent. Yeah. Every, yeah. Ready hope to everyone's I'm ready to eat, ready to watch some football. Uh, one
1: less game, obviously We'll talk about one that One
2: less game But it starts early It starts at 9.30 So, you know I like I like the morning time And Thanksgiving
1: James, producer extraordinaire What's
0: going on, my man? Feeling good Already hungry
2: Already hungry? Already I kind of almost skipped dinner today Because I was tonight Because I was just like I think You can't I wanna... do that
0: You can't do that You got to actually eat more And then let it go Do you
2: skip breakfast? Nah,
0: you supposed to eat You skip breakfast You're supposed to eat, <laughs> I, I supposed skip... to eat And make, make room for it And then that makes more room So you can have intake more all right, you know what I'm saying. So you got family in town? Nah, man, we keeping it um, COVID safe. We keeping going, it COVID you know, safe. Um, just eat some food, eat some food at the house, chill, watch some movies with the fam,
1: chill out. Yeah, man, that's good, man. That's good. I'm excited. My wife's family's in town as always. It's pretty much what we do. It's either we go to Cali or they come out here. So they're out here. That the cannery. We're probably gonna hit up the cannery afterwards, which is our regular spot. If you guys know us, then you know we're gonna be at the cannery hanging out all the time. I just picked up Rob G from the cannery where we get our lines, obviously. But once again, this is another episode of Straight Bed Sports here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. I am your host, Jose V. Rob G in front of me, like I said. Big game James Mays or James Russell, as he's known in our intro, doing his thing as producer extraordinaire as always. But today we have a show that's um, going to be more Thanksgiving type. We got a giveaway that we're going to be giving away thanks to Kevin over at Clever Shirts. If you guys are Raider fans, we do have a Raider question that we're going to give out to you guys. Not yet. But watch the show, tune in. Obviously, if you're checking us out, YouTube, Gorilla Cross app, guerrillacross.com. We're live on Twitter, Facebook as well. If you're watching, I've already shared it. I've already commented and let everybody know what we're doing. So go ahead and chime in. Let us know how your Thanksgiving Eve is going. Let us know what you want to talk about, whether it's something that we're already talking about. Just chime in. Give us your thoughts. If you want to call in as well, 702-608-3259 is the phone number. But You already know what it is. We couldn't do it without our sponsor extraordinaire, the one and only Joshua LaFond that brings us to you every single Wednesday night here on Guerrilla Cross Radio. We are brought to you by Joshua LaFond with Simply Vegas Real Estate, a realtor here to help educate current and future Las Vegas locals on selling and investing in real estate. You're probably asking yourself, educate. Yes, there's a surprising amount of adults that when it comes to real estate, don't know the right questions to ask, don't know where to start, and think they need a lot of cash to buy a house in Nevada, which simply isn't true. So Josh has decided to make it his responsibility to teach his clients what they need to know and equally important, what they need to ask to help ensure making their home ownership dreams a reality. So make sure you call or text Joshua Lafon today at 702-813-0533. This has been another paid advertisement from Joshua Lafon with Simply Vegas Real Estate, 702-813-0533. Now, Mo, Girl Chat Sports, greatly appreciate you chiming in. I see you chiming in on Facebook. Let's see. If Jose says the extraordinary one more time, I'm going to throw my phone into traffic. Thank you, Quan. At least we appreciate the fact that you're chiming in and you're watching us, even though you're not here in the studio. Thank you so much. But like I was saying, Mo, thank you for chiming in and um, talking about what you just posted there. R.I.P. Diego Maradona. We're going to talk about that here shortly. But, Rob, lots to talk about. We got... College basketball is back. Yes, sir. A couple upsets in the making here. We're watching some games went to overtime. Uh, UNOV upset today at home. 11 and a half point favorite against Montana State. Couldn't pull it off. We'll talk about that. Soccer news, if you guys are soccer fans, we have Chivas versus America right now in the quarterfinals in the Liga MX. You have a lot of UEFA going on today as well. Not only that, the passing of Diego Armando Maradona, the legend, the icon, the one and only, probably one of the greatest to ever, if not the greatest to ever lace it up and play soccer, football. We're going to talk about that. He did pass away today as well. Talk NFL, talk some college basketball, some college football. Obviously, we're going to talk some Thanksgiving football because we got some games coming up. But I just wanted to have a conversation with you, Rob, before we get into anything that is out on the slate, meaning the things that we're going to talk about. I want to get your fondest memories of Thanksgiving, bro. What? 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 Uh, if you want me to go first, I'll go first just to give you some time to think about it. Or you want you, you already have something you want to talk about. And what I mean by that, sports-wise. Obviously, you probably have your family memories and all that that you did. But how can you connect sports with your Thanksgiving family memories? Give me something that you remember.
2: Uh, I mean, there's always been football on Thanksgiving. So Correct. waking up in the morning, uh, you know, growing up, uh, not being able to bet, you know, before. <laughs> before <laughs> not, not knowing what Betty was. Not knowing really point, what, what the lines were. I mean, they existed back then as well, too. But, uh, you know, always watch football on Thanksgiving. You know, family comes over, unfortunately. You know, uh, to be honest with you, for me, uh, the people that I'm celebrating Thanksgiving with, I pretty much celebrate it with every year. So I'm, no, no one's really missing okay. um, from the table this year, uh, which is great right just small knit family um and and most of my family's in california anyways but growing up i mean back in california uh you know everyone would come to grandma's house right go go to grandma's house i remember your grandma yeah yeah going to grandma's house um and and everyone was there we you know everyone was there and football would start at the same time 9 a.m and and i would i remember watching it uh you know when my grandfather was alive we used to uh we used to actually pick games to be honest with you so uh, you know in in the daily news which is I'm, I'm assuming still around in the San Fernando Valley in California uh they used to have the helmet versus helmet and they would show who was you know who yeah was playing. I remember that yeah, yeah at yeah.
1: times do the same thing yeah, yeah and then yeah,
2: basically yeah. I know I would wake up in the morning and my grandfather always gave me first pick you know he always gave me first pick so I he, I would circle the teams and uh that I thought would win right okay. he that would win and then uh come Tuesday uh he would uh he would give us our records and see how we did for that week. So that's something that I remember doing, not just on Thanksgiving, but every Sunday uh, during football season. But, you know, uh, it it does bring, you know, football and and Thanksgiving, you know, they go together. So you got to keep them together. And I'm excited for tomorrow. I mean, wake up early, watch some games and uh you know get to eat and we were just talking about i think i'm gonna skip breakfast i think, I'm, <laughs> I think you know my mom makes breakfast and it's a big breakfast too so i think Trust I'm gonna skip me, i know
1: you i have i've ate breakfast with your mom yeah which I, think over, it, I always ask
2: yeah so i th- i think i'm gonna skip breakfast um and and just go because we eat early right we were talking about that on the way over so we eat like at, uh, you guys eat like at two o'clock. Bro. Yeah. I try to that's push it back. Dinner. Honestly, if it was up to my mom, we'd probably eat at like 11 a.m., right? We would eat super 11 early. 11 a.m. supper. Yeah. She, she, I don't know. Yeah, brunch, she, that's right? Just, Be brunch. That's, <laughs> that's just how it's always been. So even for Christmas as well, like we eat early, but, uh, you know, looking back on it, you know, stepping aside, looking, at, you know, uh, you know, back on it, that it's, it's kind of nice to eat early and then you get like a second round for dinner, you know? Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's kind of how it works at the at the house.
1: It's funny how you talk about tradition, though, and now knowing that you have kids, I have kids, you have a boy, you have a girl, so you have the pair. Obviously, you don't know who's going to want to be more into sports, whether it's your daughter, with Valentina, or the little guy, you know what I mean? But don't you think about that? Like, I'll give you my stories growing up, obviously, as well, but it's I wanted to tap on that because I think about that now that I have kids. Like, I'll give you my stories and how it taps into my kids now, basically— I didn't have my dad growing up, you know. I'm not gonna get into the whole, you know, family thing and all that like that. But I would not have my dad growing. up. My mom was a single mom, so I was just with moms all the time. But I was always into sports. The park was three blocks away from my house. I was able to walk to the park. I played every single sport every single year, whether it was football, basketball, um, um baseball. My cousin Bio Victor used to get me into the sports all the time. He was the one that trained me, helped me, did all that, right? But I remember Thanksgiving because it was always going to meet Ayola's house. Uh, my aunt, you know, she yes. lives here in Vegas now. You know, meet Ayola yeah um Pio's was mom and it was it was year in and year out the same thing it was her house thanksgiving her kids were there my mom you know me and the other cousins or whatever we all hung out there like that was the spot to go to right and growing up i always remember the nine o'clock game you wake yeah. up it was either detroit lions or dallas cowboys always <laughs> always always Yeah. growing up watching that watching that
2: um Back then, there wasn't that many games on. It was either. Only two. It was, it was only two. two. It was only it two. It's, so it's
1: always been Detroit, Detroit, and exactly. Detroit, and then the Cowboys. They've always been the two teams that host it. Um, you always see Green Bay a lot. Green Bay was one of the teams that used yeah, to go Red there a Skins lot. Too. Red um, Redskins used to be on, on on Thursday on the Thanksgiving games a lot as well. Um, but yeah, but it was yeah always man. Those
2: two. it's just it's gonna be the same this year, right? We only got two games.
1: Yeah, because they canceled the Thursday night game. But um, it's just growing up, man always looking forward to that game knowing that I was off during the week when I met from school I'd have to go to school right yeah, and I got to watch on. football as a kid you know like to me football was my escape like I to me football is, is my favorite sport out of any other than it is like now this year I'm thankful I got all four of my kids with me this year you know I got my son Derek my oldest my 15 year old my six-year-old Samantha my stepdaughter you know they're the ones that are more into lively stuff meaning they know what's going on the other right. ones are just young want to play whatever they don't really care but I'm going to be able to watch football tomorrow, and I'm off, and that's great. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm going to be able to start my traditions now with my kids. Like, do you have any any idea, any thoughts of that? Like, has that run through your mind? Like, this is what I used to do with my grandpa. What am I going to do with my kids? You know now?
2: what we used to do? Uh, you know, my daughter actually just learned how to ride a bike the last couple of days. Okay, Thanks nice. to Grandpa Papu um, at home. And, um, you know, we used to go outside and play, too. You know? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, uh, nice. uh, Thanks to growing, uh, you know, uh, growing up, we used to go outside, you know. Uh,
1: Yeah, we didn't have technology like we do. Right, right. So we, yeah, we'd be in the street
2: throwing the football around. You know, we play sideline pop. No, I don't know what that one is.
1: So you, you, we used to play. We used to play touch, uh, touch, you know, hand to the back, two hand touch football on the on the street. But if you were on the sideline, like by the sidewalk, you get popped. So we call this, all, oh, bro, dudes used to get popped by the stop sign. Not knowing the of were big. just oh, get hit. Oh, that's not but cool. It, it, I mean, but it was fun. That's <laughs> not cool, but it that's was fun. That's not
2: cool, no, but yeah. But anyways,
1: going back to what you were saying. No, man. yeah,
2: like, I just remember, you know, playing, you know, it'd be a big Thanksgiving, right? So there'd be a bunch of kids, and after, you know, after everyone ate, whatever, we you know, even sometimes before we ate, because we used to eat a little bit later growing up. Um, we got, you know, we had a basketball course. We played some games. we throw the football around, so that's kind of how i remember it but you know also watching football as well you know because people started showing up probably like 12 o'clock yeah. you know so that's kind of when you know the game started and you started you know the competition started in the household um but yeah football in the morning for sure um got some good games i was looking forward to the night game like we mentioned but that was that was one i was really looking forward to but it, we'll get it, into the football yeah we'll get into it but yeah it was that's that's honestly how i remember you ever up- do
1: turkey bowl? I had a family or oh, family member, Eddie, Eddie, watching. Uh, I've part actually of done that Avenia for They used to do a turkey board. We used to play every Thursday. Yeah. For the, you know, for every Thanksgiving it was awesome. It would bro. be, a, I've,
2: I've done. Family w- and friends. We I've get done together. two of those for work, actually, um, here in Vegas, play actually. tackle
1: on the grass, And bro, tackle. No, pads. no, no that's pads. exactly yeah. how it was,
2: man. And I I remember one time, I like, literally, we I, we weren't really keeping track, but we were just playing. And it was a wreck, right? Everyone's just running around. Yeah, just trying to get hit. Drawing, drawing plays on your chest and stuff. You go this way, you know. And I remember almost yeah losing my breath one time just just running around. That's how out of shape I was like, and but yeah, I saw some people get cracked, you know, because then that's how you really you know, especially when you play at work, you really find out who like you know who likes who and who doesn't like who like. So yeah, other stores get together and and yeah, some people got popped.
1: Once again, you are tuned in to Guerrilla Cross Radio. This is another episode of Straight Bet Sports. I am your host Jose V. Rob G. Right in front of me giving you our Thanksgiving stories. Now, Michael, I hear you, brother. I'm watching you on Facebook. We're going to get into Diego Armando Maradona. Trust me, I'm half Argentinian. I had a conversation with my dad today. There's a lot that I want to talk about, especially stuff that I did and watched growing up. I didn't get to see him as much that I remember, obviously, because he was more in the 80s. Career ended more towards the 90s. But trust me, Michael, we're going to talk about it. I guarantee you, don't forget about that, all right? And, yes, primo, Eddie, those were the days when we used to play back in the days, remember? playing our turkey day it's our turkey bowls with the family i'll never forget chime in on facebook greatly appreciate you but good times man good times thanksgiving is always good it's time to give thanks for those that are around you give thanks for stuff that's in front of you things that you have but james we got to get your thoughts too man we, we we can't go away from us and just get us and not you you're part of the show brother
0: um the things that i did on thanksgiving you're definitely man. getting up early and like going to taste the food that was already cooked yeah <laughs> yeah poke. i like, that. I yeah, like yeah, that yeah 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 you know what i'm saying and then just kind of like giving a straight face when you know everybody's getting questioned about it yeah like who had a piece of cake already or <laughs> you know because you can't cook it all in one day that's yeah. kind of wild to try to think you can get all that food on one table in one in one like yeah shot. that's tough yeah so yeah definitely um i guess i'm telling on myself now but. <laughs> You can't send it to court because I'm not on camera. You can't. You don't know if it's me. So, it's just the audio. Yeah, I just got a really good impression of James. <laughs> That's awesome,
1: man. But we gotta get into Diego Armando Maradona, obviously, man. If you guys are soccer fans, I know people are chiming in talking about it. We're gonna get into it now. You see the jersey. You see that the jersey that I'm wearing now. I had a conversation with my dad earlier today. One thing that I do agree with my dad. And I don't mean any disrespect to Diego. Off the field, he had a lot of problems. We know that. The man off the field was a completely different person. But as a soccer icon, what he did, what he brought to the game of soccer was amazing. In 1986, I was two years old, so I don't remember the World Cup. But he brought a World Cup to Argentina with an Argentinian team that was nothing. Just picture a LeBron James team with the Cleveland Cavaliers playing the San Antonio Spurs and getting swept but it being the other way around and the, and the Cleveland Cavaliers sweeping the spurs. That's what it was when Diego Armando Maradona helped Argentina win the World Cup in 1986 in Mexico. That's when he was known for the game with the hand of God, La Mano de Dios, where call it what you want. it. there wasn't review at the time, he made a goal with his hand, but it was known as the most greatest, most interesting, talked about goal in the history of soccer ever till this day. Not only that, in the same game, He scored a goal where he took the entire England team from one side of the field to the other where it looked like the freaking ball was stuck and glued to his foot. And he took it from one side of the field to the other and scored an amazing goal, which gave his country the victory. And obviously, we know the rest. They won. 114,000 people in Estadio Azteca to watch that game. What he did for Napoli... We were watching it on the way here. We talked about it six years with Napoli. Before he was there, Napoli was nothing. And think about it to go from a Barcelona, right, which you know what you're going to get going to Barcelona, only there two years, but then go to a Napoli that is not known, that is nobody, and create them to be the powerhouse at the art. There's only been three goleadores in the Serie A in Italy. Two of them have been Argentinian. Maradona was one. Diego Iguain was the other. Gonzalo Iguain, excuse me, was the other. And Edison Cavani was the third. It's crazy to me that he's 60 years old, but he's gone now. Yeah. El Kun another Argentinian player, is married to his daughter. You know what I mean? Like th- This guy has brought so much to Argentina, to the country. Like they say, he is the most, he's the biggest icon in in, Ar- in all of Argentina, in the history of Argentina, bigger than the president, bigger than any
2: history. Bigger than Messi.
1: Bigger than Messi. Which and, is crazy to which say. Which is crazy. Which but, but, is crazy. But Messi's in our era. Right. And and, and, and and I'll give you a quick story. Like I told you earlier, like I didn't get to see him. I mean, I did, but I don't remember. I was two years old. I don't have no memory of that. But
2: I was born in 86.
1: I remember, <laughs> I remember growing up, though, as a kid, being home, my mom and dad had recorded the game on a vhs tape back in the day when there were tapes i watched that game that goal those goals over and over again i remember his interview before the game wearing his little jacket his little argentina jacket smiling with his little afro that he had bro i will never forget those are memories to me that i remember sitting on the couch i remember my house where we were at i still remember the address i remember all of that my dad wasn't around because my dad had dipped out but my mom still had the tape. Right. You know, I still watched it. And he was amazing, bro. If, 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 if we had that type of soccer, the way he played it now, Argentina would be a completely different team. Because Messi, people say, is great, which he is. But he's great with greatness around him. Maradona didn't have greatness around him. He created greatness what are your fondest thoughts or what do you think now that he's gone you're being a big soccer fan in general
2: yeah i mean i wish i was able to you know i wish we you know me, yourself as well like you just mentioned we're able to watch him you know kind of like it live not say live, you know but, but at least have tape at,
1: or something like yeah, that. I mean, he, when I mean, you were a kid.
2: I think the last time he played was two thousand and seven. I think was the last. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Nineteen ninety seven was the last time that he actually played in for the a World team.
1: Cup. He played in ninety four. Remember we we're talking. No, about it, I'm saying but the last time suspended. he played
2: though for a team. He gotcha, played was gotcha. nineteen ninety seven. I think oh, what I saw when I saw in the news earlier. But yeah, I mean, for a generation, uh, you know, maybe before us or maybe two before. This is like kind of you know for big soccer fans. This is huge for them, right? Mm-hmm. And. And the amount of people that they're expecting tomorrow in Argentina to show up in the city. But they say
1: a million people. They're
2: expecting a million people tomorrow uh, to celebrate the life of, of Maradona. They're and, supposed to
1: be at the at the at the capital city, or they're going to be at the. I think they're going to be at the stadium, At I, Boca Junior Stadium. I,
2: I don't know saying. where you're going to put a million people. Though. But that's a lot. I mean, especially with, with the coronavirus with, and everything, with everything going on. Going on and, it, Yeah, they, they don't care right now. that just
1: shows you the fandom and the love and the respect that they had for this guy.
2: This is for for a certain generation, and I'm sorry to say it's not ours. But for a certain generation, this is like when Kobe passed, right? Like where when Kobe yes. passed for us, and, and you know, we all were like, you know what we broke down and we were like, you know what? I did shed a tear. Right. And, and for some people around the world, this was their Kobe growing up, especially if they were big soccer fans. Um, There's, I, I, you know, there's, I don't want to say there's definitely more Maradona fans because soccer is more worldwide uh, than basketball. But I think, you know, definitely, you know, touched more lives. And I think than than then maybe Kobe had the opportunity to because soccer is worldwide and uh, for him, for what he did for Napoli, right. Uh, For them to be nothing. And then, they he laid the he laid the ground for them because they're still relevant to this now day. Now they're relevant because they're still of him. relevant yeah. to this day, and they're he still he brought won-
1: them their first two titles.
2: Right, they're still they're still in the top. I'd say four. They're in Champions League. Yeah. You know, they qualify for Champions League almost every year. Um, so for what he did for that for that team, um, you know, it, it's it's sad to see him go, but a lot of people are saying it was, you know, it, I don't want to say it was expected, but it it was going to happen sooner than later, which which sucks, but. You know he left. He left a lasting impression on a lot of people, and he was a great soccer player. And I've seen nothing but highlights. I wish I, you know, I don't. I wish I was able to watch him maybe live one or two, you know, tw- twice. But um, it's sad, and everyone's, you know, sending their condolences. And I, I'm, I'm interested to see what the crowds look like tomorrow in Argentina for sure.
1: Once again, I am your host Jose V. Rob G. James Mays in the studio. This is another episode of Straight Bet Sports here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. We're talking about Diego Armando Maradona, the icon. Oh, man. James, I appreciate that. That's awesome, my man. If you guys see there on the screen, RIP Diego Armando Maradona. Today, the legend has passed away, 60 years old. He recently had brain surgery. Yeah, it was like, um, I was reading about that. It so was like, released a few days ago. Yeah, he was um, like,
2: getting watched over. and then, They said
1: he was doing good, and then I guess just he had a heart attack, and it was it at that point.
2: Um, we were talking about it on the way over here, right, yeah, though? Yeah. Just imagine, you know filming his life, you know, like every day, day in and day out. Yeah. Like, a, man, I, you know, I know he died young, but I, I know he had a great life. Like, he, oh, he had, bro. like I, you, we all know he had a great think, life. Think
1: about what he brought to Napoli. Remember, he was he was Napoli. He was Naples. Everything that was Naples was he him. He was soccer. Exactly. Man. So he was the biggest name there was there. So anything he wanted, he probably got. Like, oh. let's be real, women, drugs, alcohol, anything he wanted, he probably got it. He probably did, which we know of you. I've seen a lot of documentaries, a lot of videos of him. He lived his life. He party. We get it. We all make mistakes. None of us are perfect, right? None of us are created perfect. A lot we're, of us would have made those creative, same decisions. right? <laughs> I, I know. I mean, I mean not, some of us are smarter. We get it. Some of us know how to take the line. I'm not saying I'm going to take the line. I've never been there. You know, I've never been famous like him. Some people take it the right way. They can handle it. He handled it on the field. I give, it, I, I give him that. When it came to being on the field, he never yeah. disrespected the pitch ever, ever. Off of it, he did what he did, and he was a human being, and we get that. He probably would have lived a lot longer if he didn't live that life, but you know, it is what it is, man. You know what you got to do. You know what you got to do in your life to take care of yourself and not do the bad decisions and do the things that are going to allow you to live longer, man. But to finish up, Diego Armando Maradona, you are a legend. I grew up talking about you. Ever since I reunited with my pops, we talk about him all the time. We have soccer conversations. I was trying to get my dad on the phone, see if we can get him on to talk a little bit. He's probably knocked out. He lives in Miami. It's midnight right now, so he's probably asleep already.
2: He's on a flight back to Argentina. He's already, already. on a flight back to Argentina <laughs> right now to go morning. <laughs>
1: but, uh, yeah, man, uh, RIP Diego Armando Maradona, 1960 to 2020. Legend, man, legend. Did a lot for Argentina. Hopefully uh, they can uh, turn it around there with that country when it comes to soccer. But there will never be another Maradona. Just like you should never compare Jordan with LeBron, with Kobe, with any of those guys. Everyone is unique, and they all did their thing. And they all basically laid their footprint in their game. Absolutely. But moving on, man, we do have a giveaway tonight. Like I said, James, you want to put that up on the screen real quick, let the people know what we got. So if you guys are Raider fans, we wanted to show you guys our appreciation. Basically, give you our way of saying thanks for chiming in every single Wednesday, hitting us up on social media, always asking questions, calling the show, whatever it may be now. If you guys are watching and you're listening right now, we're giving away This silver and black shirt and this Raider Nation face mask. Courtesy of our friends over at Clever Shirts. Thanks to Kevin over at Clever Shirts. We've teamed up with them because they wanted to help us and give something out and say Happy Thanksgiving because we're thankful for all of our listeners, all of our followers, all of our sponsors. Obviously, we're moving forward. we got six more months to go. But if you guys want to win what you just saw up on the screen there, give us a call at 702-608-3259. The question that you have to answer tonight, though, and we need a caller. We want someone to call.
2: Is we, it the first caller? Or are we doing, what it's are doing? Whoever
1: calls in and gets the the answer right, all you got to do is give James your your name and your address, and that's it. And the package will be shipped to you free of charge. The question for tonight's trivia question trivia for the giveaway: What was the first game that the Raiders played on Thanksgiving Day? So we need the date. Who did they play? And what was the final score? 702-608-3259. Once again, who did the Raiders play on Thanksgiving for the first time? What was the date? And what was the final score? Give us a call. 702-608-3259. Here on the Guerrilla Cross Radio Network. So moving on, Rob, if we get a caller, we'll we'll go ahead and stop. We'll jump into that and we'll see if we get the right answer.
2: But... You know the answer. (laughs) Of course. I got it right here in front of me. I better know the damn (laughs) answer. So let's talk
1: college hoops real quick, man. And we got to talk local college hoops. UNOV went down today. 11.5-point favorite. Montana State at home here at Thomas & Mack. We were going to go, but we had the show to do, so we couldn't make it out there tonight. But is this cause for concern already? TJ Otzelberger, you're supposed to have the guys that you transferred. I get it. It's COVID. Yeah. The the, the practices have been different and all that. But 11.5-point favorite, and you go down by 13. That's a twenty-two point turnaround there. I mean, how 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 does this happen? Are are you worried about UNLV right now as a fan, or just in general out here in Vegas?
2: I think I would be. I mean, there was high, there was a lot of expectations coming in this year with uh you know the second year second year right with Loss yeah Loss, second, second year Loss with Lossberger. Lossberger. yeah um you know I don't want to say he has a hundred percent of his people in you know but uh, definitely expect you know you when you. When you make that schedule, you obviously want to probably scribble in a. You're you know, making
1: it because you think, ah, this is a good one. Right. I this This
2: is a good W to start the season. Get, the, mor- get the morale Chalk. going. Yep. You know. uh, You know. Build some. Build some camaraderie with the team and everything. You know. And it. It. Yeah. It just. It just backfired on them right now, and and they lost outright, which is crazy. Uh, I I, I was looking at that line earlier today too, and I I was I was. I, I really didn't think that they were going to lose. I didn't know if they were going to cover, but I didn't think they were going to lose. And it was at home on top of it. So, uh, yeah, I I, I I would be a little worried if I were UNLV uh, right now on, on the men's basketball side.
1: I'm worried, if I'm being honest with you, first game of the season, Thanksgiving Eve. But at the same time, I don't know if you should have cause for concern all the way through. It is only the first game. COVID situations, I know practices have been different protocols, the way you get to meet players, the way you get to hang out with players the workouts, everything have been completely different, it's not your norm, it's not what you're used to they were in the dark for a while, they didn't know when they were going to start the season, remember that? they didn't even know they were going to have a season
2: yeah, but they got they got enough time to – yeah, they got enough uh, I, I, enough I, notice, I guess you I want to get say, too. I that. I'm
1: not trying to make an excuse. UNLV still got smashed tonight, and it shouldn't have happened. Simple and plain. You should have not lost to Montana State. Absolutely And, it, and if you did, it should have been a closer game than it was. They were down by they 23 got, points at one point. Maybe got They got smacked, exactly. <laughs> Even the announcer today was like, oh, oh there's another three. Yep, if it's not a three, it's a layup. It's just – that's what's been going on all game. And he just knows that the game's just done. This was when they were down by 20 points with 7 minutes left to go in the game.
2: Yeah, that's uh
1: You got to get it together. You have to get it together. There's no way that people are going to support you if you show with if you show this type of product on the on the court.
2: Every W counts. Dude. Every Expe- W, especially counts coming right now. from the Mountain West, you know, and and them always maybe getting one uh, if not Now that you're
1: only playing a conference game, a conference um a schedule this year.
2: Right, exactly. So, yeah, these 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 ones really count, especially if they're going to have a tournament. Are they going to have a tournament this year? You know what? Honestly, they, I, I don't know. They if they're are. going to have You know them. what? I think they're they are. They
1: have the NCAA tournament. They're trying to do a, a bubble type of tournament. Is that what they're
2: said? trying to do? Yeah. So yeah, if you're if you're going to make it, and especially because not too many teams make it from the Mountain West but already.
1: How, how are you going to start with sixty-four teams in a bubble? No, yeah, plus the four, yeah. four playing?
2: We'll see how they do. It. I know there's stuff that's been announced. I think they're moving into it, like yeah, like you said, like a bubble. But uh, you need this W, right? Yeah. If you're going to make a case to get into that bubble or whatever type of tournament that they're going to have. Uh, You need you need to win these type of games, and uh, there was high. You know, I think uh, when the when the rankings came out, UNLV was a top four team. They were were, they're they're predicted to finish in the top four within the Mountain West. Top
1: four in the Mountain West.
2: Yeah, top four. I mean, which there's not that many teams. Don't get me wrong, but they. I mean, to finish top four. I mean, somewhere where they haven't finished in a long time. So, uh, yeah, that's that's a little worrying.
1: Hopefully, they can turn around their next game. Now, top 25 college basketball here. If we can jump into it real quick. When's their next
2: game? When's their next game, UNLV? Uh, I think it's a couple. I think it's is. on the 28th. I thought I saw it. My bad. I'm sorry. No, nah, you're good. It's
1: always good to know what we got. So, let's see. UNLV played today. Their next game is going to be... Uh, uh, no, sorry. Oh, they play North Carolina. What? At the Maui Invitational. Oh, that's right. On Monday the 30th. All right, we could chalk that up as an L as well.
2: 0 and 2,
1: 0 2 to start the season. No, so but hopefully you know he turns it around.
2: Didn't they beat UNC a couple like maybe five they six did. years it ago? They was out
1: here at the New Orleans. Yeah, it was, New Orleans Arena. What,
2: NC was uh, one number, number one, right? One at they the were time. number the one. Yeah, one. so
1: we'll see. But anyways, UCLA is currently getting murked to San Diego State, 60 no 71 54 with a minute 50 to go.
2: There's a lot Ranked of money 22nd on
1: second in, in, in the in the nation, so they're going to go down definitely. Villanova had a tough time against Boston College. Pulled it off 76 67. That's your team there, Rob. Virginia over Townsend 89 54. That was an easy game there. Iowa takes care of Northern Carolina or North Carolina Central 97 67. Let's see here. Wisconsin wins by a 10. They only won by 10. Illinois wow. Merckx, North Carolina AT 122 60. Geez, the other team forgot to show up. Kentucky does her thing 81 45. Michigan State 83 67. A lot of these are blowouts. Let's talk about some closer games. North Carolina, since they're going to play UNLV, 79-60 over Charleston. There wasn't so many crazy yeah. things. I don't
2: think there was any upsets today.
1: Uh, Rhode Island got close to Arizona State, but Arizona State pulled it off. 94-88. I was watching that game earlier today. Ohio State killed Illinois State. A lot of these games are just games that— Man, you could have just yeah.
2: parlayed every ranked team today. And then for you,
1: for you COVID followers, games that were canceled, Baylor, Arizona State— Gardner, Webb, Duke, Charlotte, Tennessee, and Eastern Washington versus Oregon. College basketball is back, bro. I'm excited.
2: Yeah, I'm excited. That's uh, I like college football, and I like college basketball a lot. Um, so, guys. Not really a big NBA fan.
1: <laughs> James here in the studio says he knows the answer to the question. No one has called in so far. So, we're going to give you one last chance to call in. If not, James is going to be the winner. He's got the answer, but you guys don't want to call in. You're watching. I see the people on Facebook. 702-608-3259 is the phone number. What was the first time the Raiders played on Thanksgiving? So give us a date, who they play, and what was the final score. If you're a Raider fan or even if you're not and you like what we're giving away, good Christmas gift, right? Maybe to a Raider fan in the household. There you go. There you go. 702-608-3259. If you guys don't call before the show's over, hey, James, you just got yourself a shirt and a face mask.
2: <laughs> Appreciate it.
1: Appreciate you. But yeah, man. Uh, so what you got for the opening line tonight? Yeah. So uh, let's move on to college because I know you got college football.
2: Man, yeah, you got to really have thick skin in this game because the last two, the last two games that I gave out uh, were were heartbreakers. Really. Dumpster fires. No, it wasn't even <laughs> no, a dumpster they, they, fire. They, they were the, tight games. Yeah, so the two weeks. I mean, we're talking about the Tennessee game where they didn't score a second a point they in the forgot, second half. They forgot
1: they had a second half game.
2: Yeah, they only played first half. So last week I took San Diego State. Uh, I took I took a money line. Um, they were minus one for the game, minus one and a half. I'm sorry for the game. I took a money line. They 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 punt the ball with three minutes left. Right, Nevada gets the ball back on their own twenty, and and their, and uh, the quarterback throws a pick right so you you think it it was like the perfect scenario for san diego state to take that game uh they literally get down to the four yard line of nevada with like 45 seconds left first and goal and they go four and out and can't even they were down five at the time so a touchdown would have made a win by one and possibly kick the extra point they probably would have went for two to just go up three uh i'm sorry they probably would have uh, went for two to go up three uh, but yeah they they go four and out on the 4 yard line so that was a heartbreaker that was actually my play as well from last week so this week uh hopefully i can bounce back i like uh one game that kind of popped out to me uh USC at home opened up 10 and a half. i know you're a big USC fan jose okay. um 3 and 0 on the, on on the season colorado's coming in 2 and 0 uh against the spread USC's 1 and 2 colorado's 2 and 0 i think one of their games got canceled actually or just postponed due to covid um, USC absolutely owns Colorado in this, in their 14 and zero against Colorado all time, uh, lined open up at minus 10 and a half. And, uh, it's basically within about, about an hour of launching about an hour after uh, launching the line of 10 and a half, it spiked to like 13 and a half. And now, uh, the line has kind of made its way back down to almost the original line at minus 11. Uh, so USC minus 11, 76% 76% of the money's on Colorado. I like early money. So I always talk about that sometimes. I like the early money. Early money came in on you uh, on USC and, and they grabbed that 10 and a half pretty quick. And anyone that's grabbing the, you know betting that game an hour after it's launched, um, they know what they're kind of talking about. So I like USC coming back down to the original line. Minus 11, which is basically the same thing as 10 and a half. Um, you either push or you win kind of thing. Um, so I like USC minus 11 uh, at home. Uh, against Colorado, and I think I think they and like we like we talked about earlier uh, on the way over, they need to make up. They're they're not getting any love from the from the committee right now, so they need.
1: Utah's getting no love. From yeah, the they're not getting right any
2: love right now, so I think they need to make a statement. Um, especially you know they they had a good win last week against you uh, against Utah on the road. Uh, but that's you know they I think Utah replaced like nine people on defense. It was a crazy amount of people that they replaced. Uh, so that it was a low line, but I think USC has to come out and start start beating people by a lot. Uh, to kind of get up in those rankings, especially if they want to be possibly talked about in the college football playoff. So USC minus 11. So you think that what do you think?
1: How do they how do they win? I say they win by 14 at least or more.
2: Ah, uh, I think it's going to be
1: a closer game than
2: that. No, I say they run them. I say I say I say maybe three touchdowns or more. I think they need to. Right. They're not getting no love from the committee um Stanford is you know not the same team you know they're the they're kind of the Oregon's doing all right you know so if they're going to compete with Oregon and kind of get and get in, get up there and and anyone in the Pac-12 get some love uh I think USC or a- everyone in the Pac-12 needs to kind of you know those that are still on the feet and that have an opportunity to possibly make it at the end uh need to make some need to make some big wins in the next few weeks or you know until the end of the season until they announce who's who's going to be in the top four so USC
1: USC 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 there it is. The opening line with Rob G. we got to bring it to you every single week. So we're good on time, man. We could go ahead and jump right into the NFL now if you want.
2: Yeah. I'm always excited for the NFL.
1: Last week was interesting. A lot of interesting games. Joe Burrow out for the year. Steelers continue to roll. Rolling. Packers can't figure it out on defense.
2: That's kind of why I like the Ravens this week. But then, the, you know.
1: Broncos. It's
2: still going to still gonna happen on Sunday. He rolled to a train. still going to happen on Sunday. The Jets
1: almost try to come back against the Chargers, but the Chargers finally decided to hold off on the game. The Rams are who we thought they were on defense, and it is true. If you pressure Tom Brady or you figure out how to pressure Tom Brady, let me me get that right because it's easy to say pressure Tom Brady, you're going to win the game. But can you figure out how to pressure Tom Brady because not everyone has. Look what the Rams did to him on Monday night.
2: Yeah, I watched most of that game. That was uh, that was not pretty from, from Not Brady. pretty whatsoever. Age is definitely showing. I mean, age is... You know, he looks a,
1: like a walrus in the pocket, let's be real. It is going
2: to expect... Yeah, he, he has no movement. Uh, <laughs> he's got none he's whatsoever. He's no movement. Uh, but, you know, look at... I mean, I know it sucks for Breeze to be out. I think what he cracked nine ribs, they said. Oh, something like that. Yeah, so it finally came out. Hey, a common, bro, but, they're, but they're showing their age. I mean, Breeze and Brady are both showing their age. Um, and and it's th- I think it's time to go for both of them. I mean you see Taysom Hill come in. I know it was only against Atlanta, but Taysom Hill looked good. I know at first it was a little rough and we were watching that game live and it was like, wow, this this may not work out, but Sean Payton, the genius, you know, had a plan and they stuck to it and, and they ended up winning that game covering and they looked good. So with so that, Taysom.
1: That's another thing too. I was I had people disagreeing with me, even though it's only one game. Oh, It should be Jameis Winston. Oh, Taysom Hill's always been a backup. Even when they had Teddy, they took Teddy before Taysom. I feel bad for for Michael Thomas. He's not going to do anything. Oh, there go his reception. There go his yards. Michael Thomas, nine receptions, 104 yards. Didn't affect him whatsoever.
2: They started slow, but then they picked up. Taysom
1: Hill, 18 of 23 for
2: 233 yards. And he ran for one. And he ran for one. The the thing with Taysom is that no one's ready for it, right, I mean, you really, they, you see it, like, little bits of it throughout the game, you know, you know, every week with the Saints, but now you're throwing them in the, you know, where he's touching the ball every single play, almost, and it, it's, yeah, it, it's it's good for the game, to be honest with you, because I don't, is there another quarterback like, like Taysom Hill, like, is there another quarterback, like, that can literally just turn into a fullback, you know, on, on the, on any given finger. No. Yeah. Just turn into a fullback. He, he doesn't, you know, I don't, maybe he's a
1: Tim Tebow that can throw. If that makes sense.
2: Yeah. He very, you know what I mean? Honestly, he resembles Tim Tebow a little bit. I think he's just a little bit more mobile than Tim Tebow uh, was, but yeah, it's exciting to watch. I'm interested to watch those games moving forward because teams don't have too much footage on him. And, you know, after he got rolling, he, they looked really good against the Falcons.
1: So, I don't have much to say about the first game tomorrow, Rob. Houston versus Detroit. Um, there's no implications, meaning playoff or anything in it involved whatsoever. So, I'll let you talk about it. If I'm being honest with you, I'm not going to talk about spreads here, but I'll take Houston. I think Houston wins the game.
2: I like uh, – I mean, I, I, have, I have no opinion whatsoever. I don't have too much to say about the game, but I, I think with now with the Ravens and the Steelers game off the off the board uh, and getting pushed to Sunday um, – you know, the two games you have 69% some,
1: of the money is on the Texans.
2: I, I know. So they just beat the Patriots, right? Yep. Uh, at home, yep. Lions got demolished, didn't score a single point against the Panthers, right? Uh, line opens up at minus two and a half on the Texans. And hold uh, on.
1: What did I tell you at the Sportsbook Sunday morning at the casino? I don't know. What's remember. wrong with this Panthers line? Oh, there's right. Some, there's, I, and I ended up not even taking it as my pick or anything. There was just something about that line that didn't make sense, even with Teddy being out. But anyways, continue, bro. I'm sorry.
2: No, no, you're fine. Yeah. Texans open up minus two and a half. Uh beat the Patriots, right? And then the, the only adjustment from that is Texans to minus three after the Lions score a donut, right? And I, I like I like the Lions. I think they're used to playing on, you know, Matt Stafford has played on Thanksgiving countless times. I think this may be the I think the Texans have played on Thanksgiving before, too. I think they played maybe once or twice uh before. But I mean this is this is this is lion's time that they know what's going on they know that they're playing on thanksgiving every year so i like the lions plus the three at home i know they didn't score a single point you know but on paper from what they did last week i think you know a lot of people are going to be on the texans because they just beat the patriots uh and yeah i i I would lay i would take the plus three to start to start the day
1: Sorry, I'm over here texting our barber too because I got a haircut appointment that he said it was for tomorrow, but it's actually for Friday. So I'm over here doing a couple things. <laughs> okay. But Eric, big shout out to the barber. But I I, I like the second game, and here's why: uh, the geez. second game originally what, can we go uh, back?
2: Can we go back like six weeks? That's what I'm saying,
1: right? <laughs> but uh, earlier, earlier in the season, <laughs> we were already saying this: this, 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 this these games or, or any any game that had to do with Washington or Dallas didn't matter right now. We were saying right because uh, you know they're done, whatever. Bro, every single team in this division is now up for the f- to take over. Right. We had no idea we were talking about it last Sunday. We forgot Andy Dalton was back when we were talking about what games to bet. Dude, if Andy Dalton stays healthy, I'm not going to jump on that train and say it all over again. He looked, they looked good offensively this past Sunday. It's a good sign to see Dallas look that good offensively. You still got to fix some things. Defense has to get a little bit better, but it's a good sign when you go on the road against a hot Minnesota team that was on a three-game winning streak, even though Minnesota's not going anywhere. They were a hot team at the time, and you go on the road and beat this team with a quarterback that was hurt, that was your second stringer, that comes back? That That's a good sign. You're a Cowboy fan, James. You guys are 3-7. and seven. You can still win the division and go to the playoffs. Was this a good sign, you think, last Sunday, from what you saw from your team?
0: Have you guys seen that, um, that, that scene in Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> I've seen every scene
2: in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> Where
0: he was like, you know, so I mean, what kind of opportunity do we have? And she's like, it's one percent. And he's like, so you telling me there's, there's a chance? A chance. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so you think there's a chance? Oh, you got to be in the NFC East.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, everybody. What is everybody is like? What nobody's won more than five games. Bro,
1: I think let's everybody the, is three and seven. Everyone's Everyone. three and
2: seven, and the, the Eagles still own the still. Redskins
1: like, I, three and seven. Cowboys three and seven. So let's go. Let's hope. Let's Giants have, three and seven. Let's have a good six weeks and we'll be okay. Where are the Eagles at?
2: They there's gotta, the, the leading.
1: Eagles then, three six and one because and, of the tie,
2: right? And they're they're the division they're the so leader. So
1: everybody in that division is has three wins. It's
2: just, crazy. I'm just hoping for the best.
1: <laughs> Coin
2: flip. I think this is a trap. I like Dallas in this game. You like Washington. I know that. I think this is a trap. I don't want to say I like Washington, but for that line, I mean, look ahead line was one right. Um, in Washington, don't get me wrong, they won. Um. But they 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 went up against a, a Joe burrow list second half you know Bengals.
1: Yeah, and, and I like well, I like Cincinnati in that game. Yeah,
2: yeah, and I liked Washington, and you know the the score I think I think the final score was twenty to nine or whatever. But you know they looked good, but they weren't playing. Oh, we got a caller,
1: we got a caller. So we got somebody calling in to answer the question or w- w- what's going on? Who we got on the line tonight?
2: We got Kevin from Chicago. We got a call and talk some NFL football.
1: What's going on, Kevin? What what you want to talk about?
2: Uh, what questions do you have? Talking about the Cowboys?
1: So no, we're giving away something for the Raiders tonight. So we're trying to get Raiders oh, okay. Raiders fans to call in and and, and uh, try to win this uh, this uh, little giveaway we got. You want to give us a call back in a few minutes? See if we get some people to call in real quick.
2: I just want to go and get your thoughts on something real quick. Go for it. Up, um the Los Angeles Rams, I've been saying they're a dark horse. People were ready to write them off after that Miami loss. They say, Jared oh, Goff sucks and this and that. I i just had a feeling, don't write them off yet. And they come back-to-back, big wins against Seattle and then uh, Tampa Bay. And I just like the way they're playing. I feel like they could do some serious damage in this NFC. So what are
0: your thoughts on the Los Angeles Rams, and how do you think they match up going forward? Take it easy.
1: Appreciate it, Kevin. Appreciate the call. Honestly, I'm sold on their defense. I like the defense, but I'm still not sold on Jared Goff. Two interceptions. Every time I'm watching him in a close game, I, I'm still asking myself that question. Okay, when are you going to throw that pick? Or or, or when's that, that turnover going to come? And that's the problem. I'm not sold on their offense yet. They looked better, and they look like that offense that they look scary. Cooper Cup can kill you over 100 yards receiving. I think Robert Woods over, also went over 100 yards receiving. So they're good catching the ball. They haven't figured it out on the running side because you're running a three-headed monster there with Cam Akers. You have um, um, Daryl Henderson,
2: um, Henderson Jr.,
1: Jr., and then um, Malcolm Brown. So you don't really know what you have there yet. So until they figure it out 100% and become more consistent on offense, I'm not going to say that I'm sold 100% on the Rams just yet. But um, 702-608-3259 is the phone number if you guys want to give us a call. Remember, we're giving away that Raider t-shirt and the mask, courtesy of our friends over at Clever Shirts. But Rob, moving on to the next game, we were wait, wait wait, to, wait, 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 I like wait, the I like the Redskins. I'm sorry, we we passed out. I like the Redskins plus off. the
2: three. Um, <laughs> yeah, we can move on. But I think that's a trap. I think everyone Kevin, Kevin
1: kind of got us off.
2: Everyone is going to be on the Cowboys tomorrow. Count that. It, you know, everyone's going to be on the Cowboys. So cowboy money, right? Cowboy money, everything. If you're looking at it, so I, I like I like Washington. Uh, yeah, I like Washington. Go ahead.
1: Got another caller on the line. Who we got? Caller, let us know where you're calling from.
0: Yeah, Eddie Martinez from L.A.
1: Cool, cool, cool. What are you calling in for, my man? You, are you, you got the answer to our question tonight? Is that what you're calling in for? Yeah. All
0: I right, think so I hold do. on. I think I so
1: before we get your answer, I got to go ahead and ask the question again. So everybody listening, we got a call on the line and see if he's got it right. So the question was, when was the first time the Raiders played? So you're a Raider fan. I'm taking it, right? That's why you're calling it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. What was the first time the Raiders played on Thanksgiving? Who did they play? And what was the final score? Go.
0: Okay. If I'm not mistaken, November
2: 28, 1963, Oakland Raiders 26, Denver Broncos 10.
1: Somebody knows how to use Google. But it's all good, my man. You got it. We greatly appreciate you calling in, my man. We're going to go ahead and get your information right now. We're going to get your name and your email address. I'm sorry, your... uh, um, Address. your address so we can go ahead and ship that out to you you did get the shirt and the mask let us know what your size is so we can get you the right shirt as well and um thank you again for joining man and calling in we greatly appreciate it you watch you see watching the background you can right. hear the echo <laughs> i think he hung up apart Cool, cool, cool. That was cool. That was cool. Hey, we got a winner, man. Kevin over at Clever Shirts, thank you so Ta-da. much. We got yep. a winner. Tonight, someone called in and won the shirt and the face mask. That's awesome.
2: All right, we can move forward Move now.
1: forward. We got a few minutes, so let's go. Yeah, roll. all
2: right. So next one, uh, you got Raiders, right?
1: Yeah, let's talk about that one real this is quick. It's a trap. It's a trap. This is a trap. You this like this the game, Falcons? This
2: game opened as a pick 'em, Okay. Right? Uh, And this is before they obviously played the Chiefs. Raiders almost win that game, right? Chiefs needed a last a last minute goal, you know, a last minute drive to take them down. They they scored in like four game, four plays, I think it was something crazy. But uh, Falcons just got, you know, like we talked about Taysom Hill earlier. Uh, they they got ran second half, didn't cover. This game to open at a pick 'em overreaction. Raiders move up to minus three. I think on the road, uh, that's a tough feat against against the Falcons, uh, who who. I don't think they're gonna I don't think they're gonna lose part on purpose. Don't get me wrong. I don't think they're playing for a, a, a draft, a draft slot since we all kind of know who the top three are gonna be. Uh I like I like the Falcons. Give me the Falcons plus a three. That's a trap.
1: You're taking the Falcons plus a three all the I money's know, all I, the money's on the Raiders. 79% of the money's on the Raiders. 86% on the money line are on the Raiders.
2: <sighs> yeah.
1: Don't hate me, Raider fans, but I'm I'm with Rob on this one. I do like the Falcons. Give me the Falcons plus a three. I, I don't see how how you're going to be so much on the rant on the Raiders on this game, but I'm with you, Rob. Take I mean, they're 6-4. The and
2: four. The Raiders are 6-4. I get it. I
1: get it. I get it. Arizona, New England, I don't have that much of an opinion on this one nah. either. Um, it's all up to what camera we're going to get on Sunday.
2: I think the Patriots are done this season. Oh, no, they're
1: done, but, I mean, they're still going to win some games down the road. They're not going to go over for the rest of the season, I think.
2: I like the Cardinals. Give I me still the Cardinals.
1: Think, I agree. Give me the Cardinals minus the 2.5, but I still think that this is a game that, the Patriots are going to be in it, at least. They're not just going to lay down and get kicked. But give me the Cardinals. Giants, Bengals. Giants. Easy. Minus six. Bengals got a backup, backup
2: Giants win. I don't know about the spread. Just give me the Giants. Just give I'll me the Giants. The Giants we'll, yeah. we'll take the Giants That'd be on that. Crazy.
1: Cleveland, Jacksonville.
2: I like, you know what? I like Jacksonville in this game. As much as they're 1-9. Browns are seven and three. Are we going to jump
1: on that? Are we going to drink that Kool-Aid like we did last week against the Steelers?
2: You know what? It was worth a shot though. Plus it was four, plus four hundred money line is always worth a it shot, was. right? Um, but I like Jacks I like Jacksonville. I think they're gonna cover Bro, 70% this.
1: Seventy percent of the money's on Jacksonville.
2: Uh, I think that's a little early. Those 90
1: percent of the money, money line. It's only Wednesday, of course. Right. So you know, bang- you know the you
2: know the Browns are gonna be a huge money line and a huge teaser bet, right? Especially when you do the six point teaser, you yeah. get a minus a hook. Oh yeah, of course. Uh the, you know, I like the six and a half. I like this if they you know, they may win, but I think if the book can just cash in on some of the plus six and a halves and maybe give them the money line and the teaser uh the teaser lines. Uh, I, think they would t- I think they would take that as a win. So give me the Jags plus the six and a half. I'm surprised this line isn't seven, maybe even seven and a half after what they, you know, what they did.
1: I'm going to go against you. I'll take Cleveland. Give me, the, give me Cleveland minus the six, six and a half, seven, whatever it is. Moving on, we got the next game. Carolina, Minnesota.
2: I'll take many. Uh, no I mean, just many to win next.
1: I like Carolina. To win outright on the road, give me PJ Walker if he starts again. I like what I saw, even though he threw a few picks. Falling I think in second love. game will not be better. Think I'm falling in love. All right, Tennessee and the Colts. This is a great game. Both seven and three, divisional game. Colts are minus three, coming off the big victory against Green Bay. Eighty-five percent of the money is on the Titans here on a Wednesday night, Rob. I have not been on the Colts much this season. Give me the Colts, bro. I like the Colts. I like what they're doing. Defensively, they look great. Offensively, I'm sold on Hines. That kid is amazing. He's getting his shot, and he's taking advantage of it. And let's be real. Phillip Rivers looks very, very good for the first time in a long time, and he looks comfortable in this offense. With that being said, give me the Colts. Mine is a three.
2: Uh, I ride that. with the book. Yeah, The book needs it. Well, at this point they do, but uh, a lot can change before Sunday. But, yeah, give me the Colts. Not nah, I really don't, you know, This, like I said, it's been like two or three weeks now that the slate of NFL games hasn't been that great, at least to me, to me that is. Um, I'll take the Colts at home.
1: So you know how I always have a Moneyline Dog of the Week? There or is. I do something crazy? I'm going to do it this week. I like the Chargers on the road against Buffalo. Call me crazy, I wasn't a big fan of Justin Herbert before the season. You can go back and listen to anything that I've said in the past. I have nothing to deny. It's there. I did not like him. I didn't think he was going to be great. The record doesn't show that he's great, but, bro, his numbers are amazing. The way he throws that ball, how comfortable he feels in the pocket, how comfortable he looks. He's not playing like a rookie. He's playing like a vet. And everybody around him is is buying into what he's selling. I like the five-and-a-half on the road. I think Buffalo is a vulnerable team, even though they're at 7-3. and three. We know they're going to win that division. I don't think Miami's going to end up fighting for them, even though it's only a one-game split there because Miami's 6-4. and four. I think the Chargers are going to go on the road here and surprise some people. You can't be scared. They found a way to keep a lead and win it, even though it was against my horrible team, the Jets. Give me the Chargers on this one.
2: I think a lot of bettors this year, for some reason, can't give up on the Chargers. Like, they just keep taking them and keep taking. What are they against the spread? You got it right there? What are the yeah. Chargers?
1: Against the spread, the Chargers are... Five and five. Okay, so you they're 50%,
2: it. which isn't bad. Uh, I think the Bills win this game. I don't really know about the points. I like I like the Bills at home. Um, but Chargers do play well when they travel So uh, to the East Coast. Uh, but, yeah, I think the Bills win. I don't know if they cover. But, yeah, I think the Bills win.
1: Call me crazy. I think the Jets beat the Dolphins. It's not my money. Why line did play of the week. get pulled last
2: week real quick? I know so here's you know.
1: the thing. If you look at his stats, he was like 18 of 23 or something, 100 and something yards, no picks, but he was getting manhandled. He got hit hard a few times. That's why they I, brought in Fitzpatrick, I, right? I, I think that's why. They pulled
2: him just for the whole yeah, because game. because his
1: numbers weren't bad. He wasn't making mistakes. So, But, yeah, I think he got pulled because of the injury possibility there. You want to take care of the kids. Smart move. Call me crazy. I think the Jets win it's not going to happen. I'm just throwing it up there. I hope they get their W here. I think it's but I like a, the 7. I like the
2: 7. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, take Dolphins the Dolphins defense the is, you know, better than expected uh, throughout this entire year. They haven't really let up. They keep them they keep them in a lot of games. Uh Joe Flacco, man. I saw that pick 6 that he threw against the Chargers. Just straight trash. Um I I think the Dolphins win. Just I'll take the Dolphins to win. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game though. So we
1: got Four, five more games here in our yeah. pick of the week with five minutes to let's roll, Rob Run. New Run. Orleans and Denver. I like Denver. Uh just cause Denver's at home.
2: I like the Saints. I think that, that line should Drew be lower. Brees,
1: I, I still like Taysom, but Drew Brees not being there, I think changes a lot.
2: Yeah. Um sixty nine percent. I, I was really thinking that Brees was gonna play too, which is I don't know what I'm thinking. So yeah, you know what? With that being said, I'll ride with you on that. I like the Saints. I think they win outright. Um and cover.
1: Rams Niners, Battle of California.
2: I think this is a trap. I think this is a little bit of this is a baby trap. I like the Niners plus the six and a half. I don't know how this line drops. Everyone's still out. I mean, they're getting, I think, Richard Sherman back, and they're getting a bunch of people back. Uh, Mostert is coming back. But, uh, you know, I, I like the Rams at home. I mean, I, excuse me. I'm sorry. Opposite. I like the Niners. I don't know how the line even drops. I think it should stay at seven. Rams coming off a big win against the Bucks, uh, which is in, you know, the recent memory of a lot of betters. I like the Niners plus the six and a half.
1: I have no no thoughts on the side. I just like the Rams to win this game, right? I like their defense. I like what they're doing. Uh San Francisco just to me is just so injury riddled and I don't know what to see, what to expect from them. Kansas City Tampa.
2: <sighs> uh that's a that's a great game. That's the game of the week.
1: That's- 82% of the money is currently on Kansas City right now.
2: Yeah, especially after the way the Bucks lost. I <sighs> you- Brady owns the Chiefs. You know, he owns Patrick Mahomes. You know, And they, they're talking about how he's pa- passing the torch. This is a game where, you know, but that means that they're going to lose, right? He's passing the torch. He's not going to yeah. pass the torch and win. Um, I like the Bucks. Give me the Bucks in the three and a half. I think the hook comes into play.
1: I agree with you. I don't think you see Tom Brady lose a game like this after the game that he lost against, especially the, the way Rams that he played at that home. He played yeah.
2: horrible. It's not like that he played a great game. Plus, lost. it's
1: Kansas City. It's a statement game. He's not playing against a, a losing team here. So I like Tampa in this game as well. Chicago and Green Bay. I have no thoughts on this one. I don't know if Green Bay will cover the way they've been playing, but I like them to win this game.
2: I think they're a little upset about how they lost to so the Colts. Fumbled the ball in overtime. Um almost should have scored to win that game. I like the Packers. Uh I think they win at least by double digits.
1: Final game, man. Seattle at Philly. This game still means a lot to both teams. To Philly, both teams. Philly's yeah. still fighting for the division and so is Seattle.
2: What do you see? I like the Eagles. I mean, I like What's what's uh, let me see let me see with the uh we got 89% percent of, of, the of the money on the on Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah. yeah. Give me the five. I'll take the five. I think it's going to be a a, a grind-out game. I don't think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I don't I don't think they're both going to score a lot of points. Um it's it's the Sunday night game, so it's in Philly, right? So, you know, we've got to see what the weather's gonna be like. Um, but yeah, give me the points. If if Russell Westbrook I am Russell Westbrook, if Russell Wilson, excuse me, people probably do that all the time. If Russell Wilson's gonna struggle, he's gonna struggle on the road. Um, I like the Eagles and the points. Eagles have looked horrible of late. Uh, but yeah, I'll take the points.
1: Um I like the Eagles and the points too. I agree with you. And here's my prediction as well. I don't think the Eagles win this game. I think it ends up being a close game overall defensively. It ends in a tie. I think we see more of Jalen Hurts. That'd be nice. Because I'm not, Carson Wentz is just a complete dumpster fire. He's been. Most turnovers, I think it is, and I don't know how many years spans he's been in the league in the history of the NFL. Just it, it's unbelievable. But fun show, man. We got two more minutes. Perfect time to wrap it up with our picks of the week. Rob. I'm ready. How did it go last week? I had the Bucks. State did not cover. You had San Diego State. Uh, you got <clears throat> didn't work out for
2: you. Four and out on the four.
1: We are currently at three and eight for myself, six and five for Rob G. He's he's floating on that five hundred mark. So Rob, what do you got for this week? Let us know.
2: I'm gonna go back to the NFL because college has been (laughs) has been horrible to me. No Uh, good. Yeah, I've lost two just two winners that should have won. I'm gonna take the Falcons plus the three. Falcons plus the three? Yeah, give me the Falcons against the Raiders. Yep,
1: plus three. Okay, my pick of the week: Denver. Give me the Denver Broncos against the New Orleans Saints. How many are you getting, though? Uh, you want to go off of scores and odds? It's yeah, six.
2: Six? All right. All
1: right. So give me the Broncos plus the six. That's my pick of the week. Hopefully, we can get back on the winning side of things here for everybody following our picks, following our show. We greatly appreciate you. But we're going to go ahead and end it up with this, man. Kevin, before we end everything up, Kevin from Clever Shirts, thank you so much for the giveaway tonight. We greatly appreciate you hooking us up with that and hooking us up for our listeners But finishing up the show tonight, I just want to say this, man. We're on Thanksgiving Eve. I'm thankful for everybody that is in my life, the three people in this studio currently here. This studio, the fact that this studio is now part of my life as well, that I can come in here and do what I love to do, whether if it's for just an hour, a few hours, a few minutes, I'm thankful for that. But above all, I'm thankful for my family, my wife, my kids that I get to see every single day, wake up to, sleep next to, talk to, whenever I'm having a bad day, a good day, whatever it may be, they're always there by my side, no matter what. My wife, we go through hell and back, baby, you know that, but I love you to death. You've done everything for me, for us, for our family. I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wasn't for you. I know I got a lot to work on still, but I'm grateful and thankful for you. For everyone in my family that supports me, that follows me, that's been hitting me up, I appreciate you. For everyone on social media that follows the show, that has never even met me in person, we greatly appreciate you. Kwan. whether you're behind the board over there and I can't see you or you're here with us, I greatly appreciate you allowing me to come into the studio and do what we do every single Wednesday night. Rob G., you know that. You're a brother to me. Absolutely. You helped me out through a lot of times in my life, and I will never forget that, and I greatly appreciate you being in my life and now being in my son's life as his godfather. But with that being said, man, be thankful for everything you guys do have in your life. Don't look at the things you don't have and the things that you wish you could have. Appreciate what's in front of you and be thankful for those things each and every day. For Rob G., James Mays, Gorilla Cross Radio, Straight Best Sports, I am your host, Jose V. We are out.
2: Like we always do about this time. James
1: Russell, you
0: hustling, son of a... It's me, your daddy, Roberto boy's name that starts with the letter H. Jose. They look at me now. How far we go back? Elementary. Jump rope. High and go see. Pity pad. Red light, green light. Red light, green light. When you just talk about practice, we sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Talking about practice. Not a game, not a game. Not a game. We talking about practice. We talking about practice, man. But we talking about practice right now. We talking about pra- You play to win the game. Hello? You play to
1: win the game.